This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. It's cold. Cold. It's like been cold all week. I thought I already went through this shit this year, and I'm not, and it's just annoying, and I'm sick of the cold, and I live in Minnesota, and I say this all the damn time, why don't I just move? Because it's called Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm? Stockholm. Stockholm? I don't know. It's one of those syndromes you have where you can't escape your captors because you fell in love with it. Um, but apparently, speaking of falling in love, uh, I don't know. I heard this secret tiny little rumor. Uh, Ryan Go has a, what is it? An anniversary giveaway, apparently. I don't know. It, it's not like everybody in the fucking moped community hasn't reposted it. And it it's literally taken up my entire timeline. I find it funny as hell. Um, but yeah, dude, like I, I, I kept working on that French bike and I got running and I got wheels and tires changed and I got it buffed out and Ryan speaking of Ryan, uh, he had a whole bunch of new old stock French parts and I put those on and the bike's looking good, but now I can't get lights and that sucks. <laughs> so I might have to put a late party kit on or something. I need to get working lights on this damn bike. It's a 78 motor mccain 50v if anybody knows and yes all the lights are intact so it's not like they're blown out bulbs um so if anybody's got ideas please holler at your boy um speaking of your boys johnny i hope everything goes good for you in nashville this week uh speaking of boys i keep on and girls and fellas uh everybody go register for ride and chatter it sounds like it's gonna be a great time uh i don't know how much jason talked about on moped monday i heard clyder uh, Calder, Clyder. I've met him a few times. If you ever see him at a rally, uh, he's, he's got something French, pretty rad. Uh, you just go up and talk to him. Really, just talk to him a lot. I, he'd really appreciate that. Um, but speaking of French, and it's kind of weird how everything kind of ties together. I'm going to see one of my French boys, Andy, this weekend. The Zero Swap Meet. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. It's going to be good to be around people. Um, we'll see what shenanigans we can't bring up. And I am, you guys know me, I'm off on my own Island in St. Paul and especially this winter, dude, I don't want to go anywhere. I barely want to get out my shop and work on stuff. So like, I just, you know, scroll Instagram and I'm always seeing what the next thing is, if you will. And I stumbled upon a page (laughs) And this Instagram page, I, f- I fucking love this title. Um, and we'll get into his Instagram page, but I think I saw a video or so. I don't know how I noticed this individual, but I'm like, and I asked him the typical questions, like how long you've been in mopeds. Cause like, I'll enjoy having new people on, but like, if you've been in mopeds for like 90 days, like <laughs> you don't have much of a story to tell. And that's awesome. And I can't wait to hear those experiences with the 90 day people. But like, I want to learn. That's what a lot of this is for me is learning about people's moped journeys and learning their failures and frustrations and their victories and all that stuff. And I saw this person, everybody knows the stage six is the kit. It's the kit right now. Um, I'm not, I don't know if smart enough because I think I can figure it out, but like, I just don't have time. Like I've got like six bikes I need to build. And like, I'm going to go down the black arts of Vespa sooner or later. And that scares the shit out of me. But like, 
this person was ripping like 65, 70 down the road on a bike. And I just, I'm doing a terrible lead in because it's cold in Minnesota. Um, why don't you just introduce yourself, my guy? Hey, what's going on? Uh, my name is, uh, well, my name's Pyramid Whale, um, a.k.a. Exotic Hot Dog Cigarette, a.k.a. Noah Roscoe. What's happening? <laughs> we'll get into all that, dude, because like, I feel like we we probably know a lot of the same people and don't know who each other are, and that's what I fucking... I love the ships crossing the night deal. Um, so it's going to be great to get to know you, Noah. Uh, but here on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's mopeds journey, i.e. the very first time they ever saw a moped to, you know, the smile ride, middle part of the journey, what's it like today? Hold on just a second. No, I realize I haven't been doing something for the audience. God damn, I love coffee. Um, So, Noah, let me ask you this. What was the very first time you can, you know you saw a moped, or you can conceptually know you saw a moped? The first time I saw Not necessarily getting on it, but like you, that's, you could identify a moped in your life. The first time I ever saw a moped, I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) What was it, dude? Uh, it was one of those uh, Honda, the one of those weird Honda Expresses, not the cool, not the cool ones, like the twenty-five mile an hour yellow ones with the weird frame. Okay, is it kind of almost looks like a recliner? <laughs> no, no, that's that's not the urban. There's a no, there's a there's a Iowa Urban Express, I think, is what it is, because like the Urban Express is like. I'll I'll get a picture of it, dude. Like, cause this is like a tubed frame. It's not an Urban Express, like what uh, Urban Decay had on Bakers this year. It's like it's like tubed framed. It's got the yeah, Urban. That's the one. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's it it has the motor, but it doesn't have the seat like a normal Urban Express does. Yeah, I was just working on my buddy's Urban last night. Actually, that's funny. But yeah, the first bike I ever saw and bought was a one of the little ones. The you have to pump the pump up the kickstart a few times and pull the, the I guess it's the throttle or whatever. And then, yeah, uh, I think you got hit yeah. the brakes or some shit. Like it's oh, yeah. weird because the first time the I went brakes. to get one, yeah, yeah, I I almost I got one for free, ish, and then I start looking at this bike and I'm like, this fucking thing is stolen because the guy went in the house before <laughs> I got there. I'm like, no, I want nothing to do with this dude. Um, yeah, but okay, we'll rewind oh. that. So the first one you bought, uh first one you saw you bought why did you seek one out well all right so my buddy so this is back in i want to say early high school um my buddy got this really cool i grew up in um a pretty small kind of like a small town on the in massachusetts on the north shore and my it's a beach town so my buddy got this cool little motorcycle and i'm like man that's cool i want one of those and i had already been doing a lot of mechanical stuff at that point cars and whatnot so i um I had never really thought about getting a two wheeled vehicle and I saw that and I'm like, dude, I need that. So I went searching and that was the first thing I found back in the day when people went on Craigslist for shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's what I, that's what I found. It had a leaky fucking carburetor and it was just like a absolute hunk of junk, but I ripped that thing around and had the best time on it ever. Hell yeah. What year is this? I, I, I am a stickler for like years and timelines and stuff. I'm not oh, a stickler, was- but like it, it helps me put the pieces together in my head. So I'm 32. So this would have been when I was 16, 17 years old. Okay. So whatever, whatever that is. So maybe so early, like 2005. early 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Like 2005, probably. 
Yeah, somewhere in there. That works. Yeah, so I, I bought that thing and it was a hunk of junk. And then um, I ended up, so the act, the first, that's a really a notepad, but the first actual moped yeah. I actually got from someone I'm sure a lot of people know, Dave Seeley. Tripad Dave? Yeah, Tripad Dave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave's a I character. Bought, yeah, he's great. He's an awesome dude. I still, yeah. I still see him all the time, actually. Um, but actually, the first true moped I ever bought was a Cosmo Cult 4 that I got from him. <laughs> That's awesome. And I loved that thing until it blew up. And back then, I didn't really know how to fix it. So I went back to him and he put on, he helped me um, put a new, you know, put it, put it back together, basically. And it uh, was slow as shit because I think he had it all kitted out when, uh, when he gave it to me. And so I, it was slow and I'm like, oh, this thing sucks. And I just kept going and going and, and I just sold it. And in hindsight, I would fucking kill to have that thing back right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, so Dave, that's awesome. Like how this moped world is so small. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I, I've had Dave on the show and I met him at Chad Burke's building gather and like Dave was great. He was running, going get hot dog buns for us and, <laughs> because <laughs> mars and i fantastic man yeah mars and i like got just a huge thing of hot dogs at uh costco and like <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it dude this is, yeah um so so you had that it kind of you rebuilt it um yeah and just kind of like did you stay in did you discover moped army or like where are you at with the scene at this point are you just kind of off doing your own thing in your own world yeah, so I basically the way it worked for me was um how do I say this? Well, I I was into these bikes, right? But I didn't really have anyone around me who was into them, so I kind of was doing this shit by myself and then I had a few friends who would get stuff here and there, but nothing really substantial. Like we didn't have a crew, we didn't go for rides, we didn't really I was it was just basically me doing all this stuff and by the time I was 17, 18, I was doing a lot of pooks and doing kind of like more serious builds not serious but i mean i was doing a bit more stuff well what and, were uh, some what was some of your like first uh pook stuff you were doing then because like i had Maxine's. i've had a pook well i'm just saying like builds and stuff like that because like i've had one sitting in my basement here for a year now and i still haven't i'm gonna touch it eventually that's a part of those you know that builds i want to do like <laughs> yeah i actually call them pooches the uh, good old pooch yeah the pooch, pooch. Moments I, can call get it going. A, I call it a pooch <laughs> <laughs> no but so yeah you know maxis and whatever i could really I, I was just so i was pretty much buying whatever i could get my hands on that was cheap and broken so that i could fix it and ride it and then sell it and that was my mo back in the day mm -hmm. um you know and uh i did search for information obviously on the internet uh, and i found moped army at that age and uh i basically just got eaten alive by people on there so yeah i kind of like i mean you just i'm mean, as a kid and people were such dicks to me that i was just i got really fed up with it and it just it kind of just pushed me even farther away from the sort of the culture mm -hmm. around mopeds i just i really enjoyed them so i just did it by myself for many many years um and up until you know like through college i did uh, pooks and tomoses and i did, had a few sax bikes well, like when okay, and you're going fast, and that's awesome. But like, so when you're when you say you're doing, are you? I've kind of come to notice there's a few different types of people in the mopeds. There's like the people who love to work on bikes and who are always building stuff, but like they're not necessarily they don't they ride. Don't get me wrong, but they you know that's not their 
primary thing. I know some people like it seems like all they do is putting out the, you know, they're building bikes. Then there's dorks like me who just want to ride and will run a bike into the ground and then do maintenance. And then there's the people who are in the social aspect of listening, which is all three people are fucking awesome. And they all make this whole weird little circle work. So like, were you more into just building stuff or were you like loving the, the ride itself? I was all about the, everything I wanted to ride. And I mean, part of it was building, making things go faster, seeing how I could push machines. And then the other part of it was just the fact that these bikes were so weird and nobody had them where I was mm-hmm. and no, nobody had mopeds. So it was kind of a niche thing. And I mean, it was just really fun. I mean, that was the whole thing. It was, uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big gearhead. So riding and seeing what I could do with these little tiny engines mm-hmm. was the the big allure for me. I love to ride. I mean, that's, I mean, that's half of it. And then, yeah, like the other half is definitely the building aspect. Um, so like when you, when you say you love to ride, um, bet we'll, we'll stay at the time from back when you're younger. Like, what would you do? Like, and it's weird. Cause I'm not trying to get people like compare numbers by any means, but like, like, what was the ride for you? Like 20, 30, 40 miles? Or was it like 10 miles, 15? Like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, what's a ride to you? Because, like, for me, uh, I don't get comfortable on a bike until, like, 20 miles into a ride, personally, until, like, the first gas stop. I mean, hmm, I don't know. And that's, I mean, I, and that's I, on, like, a weekend where you can actually get out and ride. Like, Well, I mean, I would rip the thing to work. I'd go to the beach on it. I mean, I would ride it around town and try and be noisy and annoy people. Yeah, I did. I did all this stuff that kid a kid would do on a moped, pretty much. Dude, that was all the shit I was doing last summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then. And... Uh, go ahead. No, no, I was, I was gonna, but I was gonna ask you, like, you said you got turned off by the dicks on MA, and I'm sure it was probably in the years of wrong form, fuck face. Um. Did you did did the rallies at the at any point interest you, or were you just so far off of or away from the scene they didn't mean anything to you? Well, yeah, I'm so far removed, dude. I went to my first rally last year. Awesome. Which one was it? Uh, the first one was uh, in Maine. Um, the, the Acadia ride. Yeah, Acadia. That was the dude. first actual <sighs> rally I ever went to. Dude, Mars and those guys are. I love Mars and all the and Fred and all them. Yeah, I remember uh, like after the first day there, you know, we it, the ride was short, but it was really cool and it was foggy and it was fun and it just being with all those people on on mopeds. I was like, yeah, this is the shit. I'm like, this yeah. is fucking awesome, you know. Dude, there's this weird nucleus of people that I've noticed coming out of the pandemic. They were into mopeds for like a long time, like yourself. There's Mark, who's now prospecting for smog and rally. He was into mopeds for like 10 years, dude. And his first rally was uh, the Tampa Tangle, uh, 2020, the only rally of that year. And it was like, and Mark is such an, uh, Mark is so fucking awesome. Just the kindest, sweetest boy, like love Mark. Um He's a really nice guy, but like, I know I've heard of, and then there's like Randat Randy out of uh, Sacramento. I believe it Randy. I'm sorry. I fucked it up again. I was, he's in California, but like his first rail, he'd been in a mopeds for 10 years. His first rally was like the goat heads, which is just nuts. And then like, so like, I love that these people who like yourself 
are coming in the scene now with all this rider knowledge. Um, for you, what was your first, like, in your younger mopeding years, what was your first, like, moped breakthrough you had? You know, like, for me, it was the first time I realized you can't run an air cleaner on a VM20. Yeah. Um, geez, first breakthrough, I guess. Uh... Like, you amazed yourself, you figured it out. Oh, well, uh, probably, it would probably be something I used to do. I think one of the biggest things I remember doing that really excited me was um, some exhaust porting work. I was really scared to do any kind of porting to a cylinder. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, doing a bunch of research and trying to figure out how to do it right, blowing some shit up. And then I finally did one. I took a lot of time to figure out how to port map and, like, do it right. And I did it, and it gave me so much, <laughs> so much gain that I was like, "Yes!" And I felt really satisfied with that. For sure. Were you um, doing those on stock cylinders, or were you being an idiot like some of us are and doing it like on a brand new Polini kit? Oh, dude, I fucked up so many like nice new kits. I, yeah. I, I always would buy them and like just destroy them. I, I did, but like this is back when I really, I mean, I, I had some knowledge, but I didn't know all of the things, you know. Well, like I tell, like. For me, last year, um, I can say, and you, you've been around longer than me, and you know tenfold more than me, but, like, last year was really a breakthrough in my tuning understanding. And I went on Baker's last year, and that really made me understand how to tune a motor a lot better. I would um, really like to do that someday. Dude, well, we'll talk afterwards. I know somebody who might be looking for people. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you dude, Baker's, and I can't stress this enough to anybody. Baker's, there's people who do it once and never again, and then there's idiots who get obsessed about it, like myself. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a, such a journey, dude. That's all I can say. Um, but back onto your builds and your porting and all that, like, what were you doing wrong blowing up motor? Like I can say for myself when I stuck kits, like it was always this thing or that thing or this thing. Like, was it any one thing you were doing wrong or? Well, I mean, I started, I mean, I guess when I first started doing it, I had just watched YouTube videos and I'm like, Oh, you just open up the transfers. You just, you just widen everything. And I had no concept of, you know, like how to, how to do it correctly and how to get in there and be meticulous and how to not leave shit inside and how to, you know, clean it out properly and, and sand everything, sand it down and, and just actually do the math so that you're not going too far. And, you know, and instead of losing all the power, you get some gains mm -hmm. and uh, you know, there's just, there's so much involved with it. And I think that was really my first thing aside from slapping together things like, you know, like case match is one thing, but it's, you know, when you start hobbling together things, I mean, like you could, I remember, I think like the first thing I ever, started buying where uh, for pooks was a uh, treat land had this thing you could buy. It was like 400 bucks and it was like uh, a kit, a pipe and a carb. And it was like a pack that you could get from them. Yeah. the and, party I, mean, I, used to, I used to buy those things and blow them up like every two weeks. Nice. And, um, I mean, I would, I dude, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I, I put it in pistons backwards. I did all this dumb shit, but that's like how you learn too, you know? Yep. I, dude, I'm raising my hand, done the same shit. I've blown up a kit in a half a block. 
like from getting it. It's fucking it's it's the worst feeling ever. But it, once you figure out why you're doing it, it's the greatest feeling ever. I, I've probably blown up more bikes than I've made successful. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it's hilarious because I have um I have on my window just my pistons like for yeah. the wall of, wall of sacrifice. We've all had, got the wall of, we've all got the, the moped wall of shame. Um and I actually had this guy he, who I work with he he's a vintage racer and he had to they're giving away some shelving at work so he had his truck and i'm like hey just want to help me bring it over yeah, yeah jimmy and um he looked at my wall he's like yeah you're blowing up a few bikes oh yes sir oh yes and he just started laughing because he's blown up so many motors himself um, yeah well, it's part of learning i mean it's there's a people that's the thing too is when you start asking questions uh on the internet people will just fucking rip on you they'll just be like oh what are you retarded it's like no uh, i'm learning yep i'm young and i'm learning how to do things and it's like it's really uh it's just you know it's kind of it kind of sucks when you're that age and people are just like oh you suck and it's like oh all right (laughs) well the one thing that i will say i can only say for like minnesota like everybody has been when you're when you're bare stock new everybody is super nice and very forthgiving i mean there's a few people who just like you try to tell them stuff and they're just arrogant about it and then they think they can fix it with zip ties it's like okay fucker like i'm done like you know you can't and that's that's where some new people get burnt out by the scene because they think they know some stuff but like i always tell people i don't know what i'm doing i i i've i've built a fast hobbit or two nothing compared to you but like yeah it's um well, it's, so it's going, just I've blown up a lot of shit. Going forward, and not to jump, but uh, let's say I'm going to say in 2020, I made a very conscious decision. I was like, look, I've been doing this forever, and I really love this, mopeds. And uh, I said, I'm going to just start putting myself out there again. And I did. And I got to tell you, I've met some of the best people through yeah. just, just even just in little old Rhode Island where I live. It's been it's been fantastic. I met some of my best friends, uh, and they all, you know, and, and some people in Massachusetts mm-hmm. and people I, who I n- knew who they were, but I never met them. And now I'm, I have this really great, um, circle and uh, some really awesome connections. And it's just, you have a just, great scene out there, dude. I know a, yeah. a handful of people out there and they are all people who I'd gladly welcome into my home at any moment. Like my point, awesome my point people. is, my point is, it's just, you know, if, if you're at that point and if you're feeling discouraged, my advice would be to just keep putting yourself out there. Cause you'll meet the right people eventually. Mm-hmm. That's hey, advice. No, I no, wish no. someone had given to me. <laughs> well, and I'm glad you stuck around and we're not now. I feel like we're about ready to wrap up, but we're going to rewind for a second. And like I said, I know a lot of the Boston people. I know some of the people in the Northeast, like dude, they're like in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, like, you are right. There are some pretty fucking rad cats out there. Um, yeah. But so you're playing with pooks. You're learning. Like, what are you do? Are you just going for speed run? Are you, have you done speed runs? Or are you trying to figure that stuff out? Or are you just looking overall feel? Like, what are you trying wanted, to do? What I wanted to go as fast as humanly possible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what but, I wanted. Um. What was his fat in your eyes? In your thoughts, what was as fast as humanly possible on a pook? At Dude, that point? fast, 
back then it i didn't even have i didn't even have work in speedos back then i just <laughs> it was just like what felt fucking fast you know mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing what gps has done for everybody in mopeds no i was still using the stupid little speedos that come on the bikes it's like hell yeah it's dude like, it's it hits like 35 on the thing and then starts like having a seizure <laughs> yeah or like hobbits will wrap around after a bit but yeah that's, oh, yeah I, I've, I haven't had a working speed on a hobbit for a lot while now yeah we've all gone digital <laughs> <laughs> now we just all have broken cables and just refuse to fix them yeah um but <laughs> so and I, I don't want to make this about speed but like when was the first time you know you hit 60 know i hit 60 um you know for a fact you hit 60 well it wasn't on a moped but if we're talking <laughs> mopeds mopeds yeah. um, it was i mean i hit like i hit a lot faster speeds on a motorcycle uh before i hit it on a moped but well yeah uh i would say 60 i don't know probably in college yeah definitely in college i think actually it was on a uh i think it might have been on my cobra my poo cobra back right. then and I think it was with a treats. No, it wasn't with a treats kit. It was a, maybe it was a, a Polini. Might have been a Polini. Mm-hmm. I know but, Polinis were putting out gobs of power back in the day. It might have been a Polini, but then it. No, I don't think it was. Now that I say that. I don't know. You're talking sixty though. I'm talking more like fifty. I think. Well, even that, dude, the first time, like, it's weird how the progressions go because, like, and I can only, and sorry for talking over you so much, but, like, I can say for myself, the first time I hit 50 on a moped was fucking nuts. I was like, oh, my goodness, then 55. I mean, I'm just the dork that keeps pushing the envelope. Like, Yeah, that's that's my thing, too. I push and push and push. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look, let's face it, 50 on a moped is plenty fast. Yep. Yep. I mean, 45 is plenty fast on a moped. Yep. And the, and forty five fifty really for me is the sweet spot because you've got gas mileage still, you're not breaking shit left and right. I yeah. Mean... <laughs> well, so that I want to say six. Well, I guess sixty would have been a variated bike, but I only I actually only got my first variated bike last year. <laughs> okay, so that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so you said you're buying, you're fixing bikes, buying bikes, selling bikes um what were like what was your first favorite bike your favorite bike was it your first uh, one or i think you know what i think my first favorite bike was uh like i'm never selling this bike to anybody ever oh it was, that, that was my poop cobra okay do you still have it i do good good i'd, I'd you... give no i was gonna give you some shit oh, well, i love that bike i sold it for like 500 bucks in a case of beer what <laughs> I, uh, well, it's funny cause I've had that, I've had that Cobra for 10 years now and I'm actually, I've decided that after going down the variated road that, uh, I can't go back to Pooks. So I, I will be selling my 10 year, um, Cobra. <laughs> no, dude, fuck it. Let that thing sit in the garage. Nah, keep that thing forever. Fuck all those kids who want a top tank. <laughs> Goddamn toy motorcycles. Anyways. Um, you know what I'd rather do is give it to someone I'd rather give it to someone who will love it as much as I did. You know, that's, that's a good point, dude. And that's, that's a tough litmus test to find though, too. Cause like I have a hard time selling bikes. Like I, yeah, I just had, cause like all these bikes I have, I fucking love like 
my friend Marie in Kansas City, like, you can't buy a freaking Vespa C off her, dude. She loves all those bikes. Like, and I, <laughs> there's so many of us like that in the moped community. Um, but let's talk about your first varied bike then, dude. Like, Hobbit. I want to hear the story of, of your hobbits. Hobbit. I rode a hobbit. I rode my buddy's stock, bone stock hobbit at Acadia last year. And I was like, I wrote it and I was like, dude, this has so much potential. I didn't actually know anything. I didn't know that there was so much stuff for hobbits. I didn't know. I didn't know any, any of that shit. I was just like, I want one of these. I'm like, I could do a lot of shit to this. I wasn't, I wasn't really looking at it like, Oh man, I know all about this. Cause I didn't know Jack shit. I was just yep. like, this is fucking tight. I'm like, I want one of these. I could do a lot with this thing. I bet there's tons of stuff I could do to this. And yeah. sure enough, I, I start doing research and, it's been only, I think it's only been a year since I got into actual variated bikes and I've done probably like at least 10 or 15 of them now. Oh, geez. Good for you, dude. Like I have a hard, like I just, I get them going and I just want to run. I just want to ride like but yeah. variated bikes, dude, the sensate, that acceleration to them is so yeah. fucking nuts. It's, it's badass. The Hobbit, the first Hobbit I got, I actually traded a, a mini maxi for, um, I don't know if it's like a Canadian maxi or no, I don't know what it is. It's a mini maxi. Uh, uh, I'm blanking on them. I can see it. Uh, um, it's like a little red thing. Uh, it's got like uh leg guards. It's pretty funny looking. Oh, it, is it a, I know what it is. It almost looks like a cross between like a urban and a pook, isn't it? With the seat. Yeah. Yeah. It's I guess, I guess kind of. Yeah. It's got 15 inch wheels or something like that mini maxi uh there's another name for it there's a u.s name for it i'm thinking of the u.s name uh a dart yeah a dart. A part- that's what yeah, it is yeah. yeah mine said mini maxi on it so i called it a mini maxi yeah oh dude but yeah it's probably I, the same exact thing anyways i traded that shit for a beautiful beautiful like really good condition hobbit and i ripped that hobbit apart within <laughs> like three hours i had the entire bike apart of everything and i'm just like already going through it i'm like all right what do i need here and what can i get rid of and just and i mean now it's like i showed it to the guy who i bought it from after and he was like what the fuck dude he's like <laughs> that thing was in such good condition i'm like i don't give a shit what year was it miles an hour now <laughs> <laughs> what year was it uh 70 something late 70s i want to say okay then if it's the only one that butt hurts me is when people tear apart the 83s the black ones and so and so many people do that it was red okay um so you built a state i know what you got want to talk about what you put on that bike because i know like looking at your instagram noah i know what you did to that bike but want to talk about that at all yeah, sure. Uh, well, I put the I did the uh, stage six kit, and um, that's I believe that's actually a Peugeot initiative. I want to no, maybe it's a Vespa thing. I don't know what it, I don't know what what it's actually for, but Treatland made a spacer that you can use to put it on um, the Hobbit. Yep, and, and that's what I did, and I had Ryan uh, make me a pipe for it. And I was running a TM28 uh, when I on that video I had a 28 on it, and I actually just switched to a smart carb. Um, Are you having luck with those? So I it's rich. Um, I haven't I haven't really gotten a chance to tune it yet, and even though there's really not much tuning involved with it besides making it leaner or richer with the um, metering rods. Like I saw, there's this YouTube series called Forty Nine cc scoot yes and 
that guy is yeah. does his due diligence and I've watched his videos. He could he's a very smart guy. He couldn't get one to work. Like he go, oh, it, it would, oh, it works. It works on my bike. I, I was I mean, I already rode it around. I just haven't really I haven't really He couldn't get it to it dial it. He couldn't dial it in and was his issue. Well, there's a lot of factors with that. I mean, it's all mm-hmm. about it's all about, you know, what kind of air is getting into it and how it's being sucked in. I mean, if you're if you have a really short intake, it can have a lot of effect. I mean, especially for something with that much uh, RPM, I think. But I mean, that's all that's all technical shit. But I mean, it's all about trial, trial and error. It's all trial and error. I mean, I started out actually using a I think I had a 28 millimeter i want to say it was like a i think it was i actually think it was the vm no tm28 uh intake i was using and i I initially was using that with the um smart carbon i could tell already i was like no this isn't going to work i need something that's longer and that's going to give me a little bit longer draw to let the stuff uh, let the fuel in the air atomize a little bit better Mm -hmm. and um probably you know do some thicker reads and uh what so I basically, reads were you going with on that? Uh, I use the V-Force block, and then I cut my own. Okay. Um, I, I'm just staring at your bike right now, dude. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's that thing's really cool. It's really fun. I mean, it's definitely probably the fastest moped I've ever built. But I'm my friend Sam, uh, a Brady, who you guys probably all know too. Uh, she was telling me she met someone on Baker's who had a Pook that did over eighty. That was Jordan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gotta, Jordan was... I've been trying to figure out who that was because that's fucking cool. I, I can't even imagine a pook that goes over 80 miles an hour. That's wild. We'll hook up on Facebook, and I'll show you who he is. Yeah, Jordan's super nice guy, super rad. Like him and his uh, girlfriend, partner. I don't, I'm sorry, people. I never know what to call anybody anymore. Um, they're just awesome, loving, nice people from Nebraska. Yeah, Jordan. Cool. Jordan's another one who will experiment and blow shit up all the time. Yeah. So I, I, uh, going back to stage six, I, I have tried a few things with it. And one of the biggest issues I ran into along the way was I was getting a lot of detonation, um, using the mini, using the mini rotor. And one of the ways I sort of was combating that was again, with the longer and shorter and, uh, trying to like cut off, different parts of circulation and adding, you know, like a bunch of shit, but they actually make, uh, different squish. Um, I don't know what they're called exactly. They're like little plates that can go in the front of that kit. And, uh, I was messing around with those and I actually found that using it one with less compression helped quite a bit. Okay. So that was something I did that worked really well. I mean, now for the layman's people, sorry to interrupt you. Like, how can you tell what detonation is? Is it? Oh, you can hear it. Is it just? Is it sounding like a backfire or? No, I mean it'll. It's no. It's more of like it almost sounds like a metallic pinging noise, and then um, it sounds like it almost sounds like piston slap. Okay. But, uh, and it'll if you check your uh, spark plug if you run it really hot for a long time, you can see your spark plug will start getting eaten. Okay. Sometimes. No, no, no. And I've experienced detonation, but like, that's one of those things for the longest time. People are like, you're in detonation. Well, what the fuck is detonation? I didn't know what it was. But yeah, you can yeah. tell even you can tell even easier in a car. It's yeah. hard in a two-stroke. 
I noticed I finally figured out what it was once I took a plug off and saw it was like all sparkly. Like Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. That if your spark plug looks like that, that's real bad. <laughs> that was I had the wrong plug in was my issue. It was because I had the Derby Hobbit head and I was running the HS plug and not the ES plug that you need. Oh yeah. Yeah. I blew up a kit doing that. Wouldn't that be wouldn't isn't wasn't that just be a, a longer reach plug? Yep. Oh, oh, so you had it like way down in the I had it yeah, it chamber. was I had it no, I had it the other way. It was too far oh. into the threads. Oh yeah. That would cause that, yeah. Yeah, and I kept getting like and I didn't know. Like I I spent a whole summer like temps would spike everything else and like I would ask people like people like, "Oh." And yeah, so if you get the Derby Hobbit head, get the ES plug people. So <laughs> I I only do liquid cooling at this point. Yeah, dude, because you're running fast as shit. That's why, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can only run bikes that are liquid-cooled now, so I have to pretty much base all my builds off of the fact that it's going to be liquid-cooled. Um, how, com- how come you're only doing liquid-cooled? Just because the power or your the, guy, the way or? I build The way I build my I, the way I build my shit gets way, way, way too hot uh, mm-hmm. if I, I can't run air-cooled. And I'm heavy. I'm like 230 pounds. So hey, I'm only two. I'm two oh five right now, man. You call me. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, my, I'm on my I, have, way. I got, I have friends over here who would argue with me that my weight has nothing to do with my speed or anything like that. And, <laughs> but you know what? I think, uh, I think it plays a factor and, um, yeah, I think it does. And it doesn't to a point. I mean, obviously it does to a point cause horse, something still needs to carry people, carry you but like you're still doing 70 something dude like i had 70 well i had 73 on the hobbit is that on stock gearing no no i I actually i tried so i tried some i think melosi gears and then i tried these ones that dose makes and i believe they're the same ratio but uh, i actually found that i had better luck with the dose ones i i had a i had some really bad noises coming from my transmission um with those Melosi ones, which also could have been me doing something incorrectly, but I uh, didn't have luck with those. And I've actually been running the dose ones now for the rest of the season and it's been fine. No problem. Awesome. The issue is, so here's the thing though with that is, and this is going to go back into something else, which is I'm going to be racing for the first time um, this coming season. I'm going to be going down to New York and doing some racing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've actually, started thinking about you know like the whole race gear scenario i was like do you really need to go 73 miles an hour no nope i mean and i'm not talking about just racing i'm talking about just in general like i <laughs> i mean yeah i took the shit out on the highway and i do sometimes and you're not supposed to and if i get caught it sucks but i haven't got caught but my thing is like i don't i actually think for your low end and everything i i'm actually gonna start sticking more to uh I think to the um, stock gearing, except for with Vespa stuff. What Vespa stuff have you gotten into? Like, because we we went right from your Pook to your Hobbit. Like, what's your what's your Vespa game uh, like these days? I built uh, <laughs> I built my first Vespa this winter. <laughs> nice, dude. And that thing is fucking terrifying. I put I put. What, one those, what do you got? What do you got for a Vespa bike? I got a, a Chow. 
Nice, dude. That's what I was hoping I'd hear you. I got I got a little baby chow with a uh, 21 millimeter um, PHBG, and uh, it's all Melosi. The entire bike is Melosi with the DEPS kit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that thing is fucking terrifying. I love it. Yeah. I had a chow. That bike is and way I... too small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a chow. First, I had this yellow chow. I bought it in a package deal with a Hobbit, and it was bone stock. And that thing was the most exhilarating 23 miles an hour of my life. <laughs> and like, it was just great. And then I'm like, then it blew a seal and I'm like, okay, I'll rebuild it. And it's been sitting in my sun porch for like a year now, but yeah. I just picked up an, and that was a 73. So it was a square post. I picked up a 78, which was also a square post for like, for just a song at a scooter shop. I walked in one Saturday and they're like, oh, you need to buy this gym. I'm like, no, they're like, Hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I actually. So when I got my chow, it was also just not. I I like to buy things that aren't running because I know I'm exactly. gonna take it all apart mm-hmm. and do a bunch of shit to it. So I I got that chow in uh, Connecticut for. I want to say I got it for eighty bucks. Nice. Took it home, ripped it all apart, and immediately before I didn't even do any research. I just knew what I I knew what how much capability that thing had. So I was like, all right, I know I want to over-variate this, and I know you're not supposed to. I know the 21-millimeter carb's not going to fit, so I just started hacking the shit up and re-welding and, like, doing a bunch of stuff to it so I could make everything fit. And it was actually not as bad as I thought in terms of the amount of stuff I had to cut off of it to make it all work. But I will say that it, there's a reason why you're not supposed to do it. It's <laughs> because <laughs> that shit is not safe at all. No, not at <laughs> but all. It's- it's fucking awesome though. I mean, it's like really cool. It's really fun. Yeah, dude, those things are, I just, they're so flimsy. I fucking love it. Like they're just yeah. so. <laughs> it's like fucking eighth inch steel that those frames are made out of. Yeah. It's awesome. I, yeah. yeah. It's hilarious is what it is. Um, I, uh, showed the owner of my company, uh, he lived in the South of France for like eight years as a kid. And like he knows I'm a moped guy, and I'm doing a motorbike for him. And I showed him, I showed him that Vespa I got the other week, and he just looks at it. And he's like, "It's not getting anywhere near that motorbike." As I'm like, "Oh yeah, Todd, they're just rubbing up against each other." Just gives me the elbow, just kind of laughs and walks away. But I did turn him on to Christoph's videos um, from Tomahawk Moped. I go, Todd, can you? Sp- still speak French and he has like the most Midwest kind of dialect you ever heard is like, and he just starts speaking French. I'm like, okay, I'll send you this. He's like, what's this? I'm like, Oh, this guy, Christoph, he refuses to speak English anymore, but he's a hell of a moped tuner. And he's like, Oh, I've checked it out. So, um, yeah, those are, those are videos I want to start diving into as well. Do the YouTube translate. I, yeah, with the <laughs> that's cool. I yeah, I mean, I've actually I like the way that guy talks. Um, I don't know what the fuck he's saying, but I enjoy listening to him and the, his mannerisms are really interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, I know a lot of people in Southern California love him. Like super, like build some fast and stuff. Like yeah, dude. Like a few years ago, uh, they made this. I think the la- one of the last few years, Tomos was around making bikes they had this tomos tt i think it was called it was like a racing tomos Mm -hmm. and uh, i really fucking wanted to get one of those i don't really know why i just wanted one and um 
I'm glad I didn't get it, but that's not the point. The point <laughs> is that was, I reached out to them. I'm like, Hey man, can you guys like, I didn't know any dealers, you know? So I was like, I know like, uh, I didn't know Zach Richards was a dealer. He's around here, but mm-hmm. he, you know, not anymore, but I didn't know him and I didn't know that uh, it was an option. So I was reaching out to people in fucking California looking for this thing. And he was one of the guys I'm like, I, you, you guys have these, right. And I couldn't understand anything he was saying. I even, I think I got him on the phone too, at one point, And he was like, no, dude, <laughs> dude, that's a bummer. Like it's, it's probably a good thing you didn't get it, but like still a bummer. You didn't get one. Like, and, yeah. and they're out there somewhere. I don't know. Uh, I've never so, seen one in person. I've seen the wheels. I've seen, you know what? Now that you start saying that, I don't think I've ever seen one either. Wonder, yeah yeah i've seen i've seen the pictures like yeah i've seen pictures yeah i don't th- yeah no i've never seen one huh. <laughs> i don't think i'm missing out any but <laughs> no i mean it's the tomos you know they're cool but they're not like you know it's not it, let's not I, go there because i got a lot of people who are going to give me hate if i start talking shit about tomos bikes there's only one tomos worth knowing about and that's toby that puts them all that? If you, you Jake, so there's this guy named Jake Kane. He's out of uh, Minneapolis. He's like lives 10, 15 minutes from me. Jake, Jake did a. Let me let me word this correctly. Jake took the most common sense approach to building a fast moped you could. He lightened everything up, like, and he was like the first one to really fucking do it right and like do his research, built his own pipe, blah blah blah, and like I will be the first one to admit like i don't buy in to people tell me oh this is this person's super fast or this person's super fast like until i see it i don't really believe it that bike has so much mid-range acceleration it's fucking insane and he's got it on this i forget what an early mob mobile frame that's all rigid and what he's done to his internals and his clutch tuning is like He's got threads on MA about it. So just look up Toby MA and you'll find it. It is fucking insane. And he had it down in um, Nashville this last year. And that was the first time I've known Jake for like three or four years. And like, that's the first time I ever actually saw that bike on the street. And that thing just, it's fun to be around. Like it's a fun, (laughs) fast air cooled kit bike. But yeah, that, that is the Tomos and anybody I mean, everybody can talk shit, but I have yet to see any Tomos even get close to that speed. Like, and I'll, and I'll, <laughs> I'll throw that down right now. See, I um, love that. It means that it's possible, and I love that. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, Jake doesn't hold any secrets. Like, he put it all out. All his information's available. So it's, I mean, Conan went and kind of more or less copied what he did on his bike. And, like, that thing's super fast. I haven't seen it yet, but, like, Conan says it's fast. It's fast. Like, I'll take Conan's word. Yeah, that's another thing with me too, and and this is part of my sort of like goal here, which is to really branch out and meet a lot of people and start talking to pe- more people. Is uh, I am not withholding any information on anything that I know how to do. So anyone who comes to me and asks me questions, I am more than happy to tell you exactly how I did it, what worked, what didn't, and I'm I'm all for the culture and the people, and uh, just so you know, if anyone has any questions about shit. Like I got a ton of great friends here now and we all kind of build together here and there. And, uh, it's, you know, it's great because I can share my knowledge. They can share, tell me stuff I have no fucking idea about. It's, it's fantastic. 
So I think that's a big part of everything is, you know, being open and talking to people and just, you know, making friends that way. It's great. Yeah, you are in such a really awesome cluster of moped area, I'll say for the best, because like, you know, the Southeast, like Richmond, South Carolina, North Carolina and all that, they've got their grouping. Uh, Michigan's kind of got their grouping. And then like Minnesota and like Kansas City and South Dakota's got their thing. And like the West Coast got this their thing. Like, but you guys up there are some rad cats. Like everybody who I met from the Northeast, like, I'll say it, dude. I fucking love them. Like they're like Benny and his girlfriend Kate, who I can't stand because they're so goddamn beautiful. They're beautiful <laughs> people, and they're obnoxious how beautiful they are. Um, <laughs> they're just so genuine and nice people. Like, and then uh, Journey like Burning. Bro- those are those are more people. I know who they are, but I've never met them. But I'm sure I will this year. Yeah, yeah. Like Benny and Kate, awesome people. Then Kate from. Dirty Burning Broads, super nice person, super rare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know uh, her and Fabio pretty good. Yeah, I, I I think I might have met him in Nashville. I don't know. Like, for me, like, I'll be personal one-on-one with you, but, like, you get me to a rally, I'm either, like, really loud and obnoxious or I don't talk to anybody. Like, I just got that weird social anxiety, kind of like the rest of us moped people. Um, yeah. So, stage six, what – and you got into building the Vespa. Like, what? What's your favorite bike you had? Like, I mean, you got the you got the super fast Hobbit, but like, yep. what is your favorite bike to just cruise on? Uh, well, I uh, just built it actually. That's it's a uh, Peugeot Fox. Oh, you got a Fox, dude. That's awesome. I got yeah. well, I I got three of them, and I gave one to my <laughs> friend. I got I gave one to my friend Brian. Shout out to Brian, and um, I'm gonna help him um rebuild his, but. I did a bunch of cool stuff to that. And actually that was another thing. Uh, Sam O'Brady uh, was the one who told me Dose had them. Mm-hmm. She told me what it was. I said, I'm not building any French bikes. I'm like, I know what's going to happen if I start building French bikes. It's going to be a money pit and I'm going to never stop. And so here <laughs> here I am building fucking Peugeot's now. And it's like, I knew this was, I keep telling her, like, I knew this was going to happen like fucking three bikes later. <laughs> You're going to start chasing down the French bike then. Um, you're probably gonna want to go after a Grand Prix or Mondial because that's like, those were the super. I don't even desir- know what those are. Yeah, dude, they're like Grand Prix are, they're a badavis bike that used a Peugeot 103 motor, and it's oh, like cool. a, it's a faux top tank. Um, if you go on the Second Chance Instagram page, you'll see pictures of one. I had one for like a year, and I'll be the first one to admit it. I had it for a year, and it was like I got kind of a deal on it. I wrote it. I'm like, eh, I, I don't like top tanks. I'll be the first one minute. Like I have a top a tank. A lot of people don't like top tanks. You know what? And if you, but there's a lot, there's a chunk of people that like it and that's cool. But like thing about me is like, I have kind of an injured leg from a moped accident years ago. So it's hard for me to kind of swing my leg up. So like the step through is just you go step in, go. And so like, I knew somebody around here wanted to buy, buy it. And I sold it to him because I found there's the sister bike to the um, Grand Prix called the Mondial. And I found one in Wisconsin and I drove five hours to go get it. Cause I, and I was sick as a dog, but you know, mm-hmm. I was afraid I the guy would, I was afraid the guy kind of would figure out what he had. That's what I, I, I am going to get a one Oh three uh, at some point, but I likely will just be buying a frame and 
sort of like the basic stuff I need because I'll build it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's another thing is uh, I've never built a 103 and I've heard that it's, you know, like pretty much the shit. So that's, I'll be doing I, that soon. Yeah. I've never built one, but everybody who talks about like French stuff is like, it's, it's just, yeah. I love my Fox though, man. I love that bike. The second one, I'm actually going to stage six of Fox. Dude, fucking stage six of the world, baby. Yeah, I'm going to be putting a stage six on a Fox real soon. I, I That's why I got one of the extra ones is so I could start um, working on that. Let me ask and, you this. On your Hobbit, how much shit did you tear up uh, with your stage six? Like, were you breaking a lot of parts or clutches? I or I didn't break anything. Dude, that's awesome. Like, because you probably did it right or, yeah. The only thing I did was uh, pop a spring once. On your clutch? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's hobbits. Like I'll, yeah. I'll break a, I'll break a spring once a season. I mean, that's, no, I, ripped, I, I can rip that thing at 73 miles an hour at, you know, 12, 13,000 RPMs for like, you know, miles. And I haven't had any failures. Nice. Um, what kind of gas mileage does that get? Cause like <laughs> I, I have, yeah, 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 dude, I know. Like I've got, I've got a metric kit on a hobbit with like eight, four, eight, uh, eight pedal reed. On like a nineteen, uh, yeah. Polini what do you arm. get? Fourteen, fourteen miles? No, no, I get like twenty three to the tank. <laughs> <laughs> I get about my I get about uh fifteen miles to about a half a tank on one of those stock tanks, and then the bike doesn't run properly anymore because there's not enough pressure. <laughs> yep, and I know um you might I I don't want to quote this wrong, but like so Andy. I believe it was Andy or Lee, one of the two, they both have stage six kits. They actually had to go to like a bigger petcock to get more fuel coming out. Yeah, I'm actually just running straight flow from the tank. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I did I forego the petcock, if you will. <laughs> it's optional, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that that's just awesome. That makes me so happy. Um, what's your most catastrophic failure you've had in mopeds? Like, oh, were you were you absolutely like how the fuck much shit? Because like, my my personal best one was destroying a final drive on Baker's. Like, yeah, what? that was awesome. Oh yeah, dude, I'll send you like me and you will have to chit chat more. Like, Hobbit rear wheel trans. You mean? Yep, yep. I destroyed one. Like absolutely. Like how? And I finished the day. Did and you have the spring I, in it? uh i nope i had the i had the spacer spacer delete and it blew up yeah it was ready to it was ready to (laughs) (laughs) that sucks no dude it was fine because i had another i had another transmission with me and i just threw it in and in a back parking lot right i was using uh mars and fred and cowboys uh lights off their van nice yeah classic moped shit Oh yeah, dude. That was a, that was one of my more fun and frustrating nights ever in mopeds. Like we're up till two in the morning in the back parking lot, wrenching on mopeds and I get upstairs and my chase driver and I love my chase driver, Colby. I love you to death. Um, he was already asleep before me and he was snoring and I didn't get to sleep. I finally said, fuck it. And went out to the, we, he had a pull on camper. I just went and slept out in the camper. <laughs> Well, listen, I, I can tell you this much from experience is that 
any kind of mechanical thing, whether it's brand new or, um, you know, 40 years old, it, it can fail at any time. If one thing, you know, it just takes one part of a machine to go bad, to ruin the entire thing. I mean, I mean, I, I'm actually, so I'm a mechanic by trade. I work, I actually work at a, uh, I'm an industrial mechanic and I work at a, uh, Christmas ornament factory. <laughs> awesome, dude. My grandma Nelly would have loved you. <laughs> they make ornament. We make ornaments for the uh, White House, which is pretty funny. Dude, that's and rad. <laughs> year round, year round. And some of my moped buddies work there with me too. But I was going to say is we work on these really kind of ancient etching machines and stuff. And these machines, like we'll put a brand new pump in these machines. And just because of how much they get used, and I'm talking brand new, right? Yep. They'll, they'll fail after a month. It happens. And then we'll have things that work for 40 years, you know, mm-hmm. things that have never been changed with gears and everything. It's like one, one bearing gets too hot. Something happens there. And that just leads to unalignment or many other things, you know, and the more complicated you get with your motor, the more likely you are to have failures. Like hence the two speeds being prone to having more issues. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. dude, I, I totally hear you on that. Like, I'm an industrial mechanic as well, and, like, we have machine. I work in a company that does, like, they bend parts, basically bend parts and cut parts out, and, like, some of our benders are, like, 40, 50 years old, and, like, yep. you replace one thing, and then three other things break because that new thing is. It, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that and that's the running joke as soon as we put do something at work. Well, what other two things are going to break on this because of we just, yeah. Um, exactly. What, do you have a, since we're just going down what your, your favorites and stuff, do you have a tire you like to use on mopeds over the other, or doesn't it matter to you? Cheap race tire, <laughs> cheap race what, tire. Cause I know they're going to be ruined soon. <laughs> whatever's on sale. <laughs> it doesn't have to be on sale. I like the, I like the, uh, uh I forget what they're called. Uh, M something. The they're like Midas tires. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if they're Midas. I just I've I've had really good luck with those ones lasting a little bit longer. I just fucking can't remember what they're called now. I buy them on Treatland. Yeah, yeah. Well, who do you like to? Are you an equal opportunist, or do you like? Who do you generally use for parts? Is it dose or treats or a bit of both? Because I fall I fall in the treat issue. Like all I do is order treats, then I realize I haven't done any business with dose for a while. I, I love Treatland because I think what they do is cool, and I love Dose. I buy bikes from Dose. I buy parts from Treats. I you know sometimes Dose has parts that I need that Treats doesn't have, and I buy it from them. Sometimes you know like if I'll buy I buy from eBay sometimes if I need weird shit. Yeah. Um, I buy a lot of Hobbit parts on eBay because people will sell full transmissions and and like all sorts of shit on there for cheap. Dude, I forget about eBay when it comes to Hobbit parts, like. Thank you. <laughs> now the, well, you know now what, the market. Well, you know what else shit. eBay is great for is uh, Euro eBay. So you can get some weird shit. Like I had to buy a lot of parts for the Fox on eBay because mm-hmm. that's the only place I could get stuff. Um, yeah. I will say this big shout out to Treatland here because they ordered me. A, I, I just asked them and I'm like, Hey, any chance you guys could get some of these things that you used to have? And they're like, Oh yeah. And they had it for me in like within a month. Yeah. They got me an HPI for my, um, for my Fox. I mean, they got me all sorts of, stuff that i needed they're really cool over there they are super nice and super and, friendly and every time i just started buying bikes from dose and they've been nothing but awesome too i yeah. mean like 
they i get in a couple i got i've gotten two pallets like four bikes total and it's just they're just a treat to work with and they ship it right to where i work and it's awesome yeah there's and like i i can't recommend like trying to get down to some more southern-ish rallies like they'll be like they're now those guys are at nashville they're at the they're at the black pipes rally this fall um super great guy super nice guys like i can't all, all those guys like anybody in the moped community like 99.999 percent of them like you go to a rally everybody's super super nice and friendly and like yeah. i mean but it's like it's too small of a community to be a dick i mean if you're gonna be a dick it's just like everyone thinks you're a dick and you know it's all about karma too it's like just just be cool and you know mm-hmm. be i mean it's a hobby it's a hobby for all of us so it's like yeah. you know i mean maybe for some people it's more of a lifestyle but it's i mean for me it's it's pretty much my life i mean when i'm not working i'm pretty much working on bikes but i'm saying you know if you love something don't don't make it shitty no dude i'm uh a hundred percent there with you dude like i have a few other hobbies in my life no but like this is it like i mean because you're a hard worker i'm a hard worker we get home you know well let's go turn a wrench and then let's go like right now in minnesota like can't do much else like (laughs) yeah man i get home and i work on my bikes and sleep and eat and repeat that's pretty much it yeah and i the best part though is when i have buddies come over and we work on their stuff and uh i have you know a bunch of friends and uh it's cool and it's cool uh showing people too like uh i got a bunch of friends building some bellinis everyone talks shit about the bellini the pook bellini i love that thing man fucking love that kit but we're doing um i got a few friends who are building those now and it's just fun to share my knowledge about them with them and i mean they all know what they're doing already but it's just cool to uh pass along what i know because i've blown up is there any tricks to the Pelini that you want to share or can share or no like because everybody says they seize but like i don't know i i know the people who built them who say that and they're still figuring out how to build stuff i they saw seize a lot but you can i mean that's just you know that's not the end of the world i mean i would say the biggest thing for the Polini, the biggest thing is low compression and keep your temperature down yeah well that's yeah that's a lot of two cycles right there like yeah that's a big mistake i can say i made at first was throw a bunch of timing at stuff and oh my my heat is fucking not killing me so oh actually that's what i was going to say was um these these guys i know are doing uh liquid cool Polinis, which is really sick because i've actually i've actually personally never built a liquid cooled polini i've only built air cooled ones mm-hmm. so they get to raise their compression and do a bunch of shit that i was never able to do so it's going to be awesome to see how how much they can get out of those i'm really excited yeah i'm i can say i don't think i've ever seen a liquid cooled poop yeah like yeah that's what that's brad hell i apologize brad hell i saw had one yeah, I mean, there's not. It's because it's it's. There's not a lot of options to do it. I mean, Treatland makes those heads, and uh, you know, you can get those, or you got to make something. You got to weld something up. Well, you can still maybe find some of the old '77 heads, but like, yeah, the, the, those were always a crapshoot from my understanding. I've never worked with '77. I've heard some funny stuff, but I, I've heard a lot of running jokes about that they're like real, but not real. <laughs> and I don't really know what's going on over there, but well, I can say, and like, they've got a nice slick website and yeah, that's yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
<laughs> but I mean, they, yeah, Chad Burke's nice. I like you, Chad. Um, but I don't know, dude. Like, this is just, I, I love mopeds. You got me all excited to start working on shit again. Even though I was, I, I talk like I hate, I wasn't out in my garage all weekend. Like, but I don't know about you, but like, I work all day. And like, when I go out, when I get out in my garage, especially by myself, it's like, I chill out there and I'm not, I'm not trying to set any times building stuff. I'm, I work slow on my mopeds because it's my downtime. I don't know. Yeah. Are you, are you still flying like it's work? Well, I'll put it this way. In the past three months, I've finished, finished without, well, not tuned because it's too cold, but I've finished building, I think, four bikes plus one or two of my friend's bikes helping them build. <laughs> You're a madman, man. I love it. Like, that's awesome. Listen, like, I, it's, I got like, it's, two bikes it's my done. thing. It's what yeah. I live for. <laughs> you know, no, it's what I live for. And like, you know, if it's like, if I can't get my hands on, if I'm, if I don't have a project, I'm going to start like getting fucking weird. Like I All need right. something to do. Like, and that's another reason why I do a lot of research and why I'm always like, Oh, how can I do, how can I change this? How can I make this better? How can I make this faster? How can I, you know, what can I do to do that with, with this little tiny little thing that's not supposed to go over 25 miles an hour. I know. That made me think, what kind of oil do you like to use? What, what kind of, what transmission or for... uh, two cycle? Motul. For your gas. Motul 800. Okay. Yep. 800 uh, baby. Right on. I'm always, I'm always kind of wondering like, cause half the time I'm like, does it matter? Doesn't it matter? Like, cause I've gone the gamut. Like I've gone the expensive stuff to the super speedway two cycle stuff like motul 800 always what what do you like about it so f- smells good i like when i open it if i have to open something up it's all sticky and nice with oil <laughs> which means it's doing its fucking job <laughs> and uh i've i haven't seen uh i haven't seen a ton of burn i i just think it's very very high quality right on yeah, I've used awesome. I've used Redline. I've used a couple other things, and uh, that's the one I like the most. Right on, dude. Um, so you talked about like early part, kind of what middle, and like getting out. Like looking at the rally calendar, I'll pull it up here in a little bit. But like, what what do you want to do in um twenty twenty three in mopeds? Like, I mean, obviously you can't go to rallies every weekend, but like. Has there, you talked a little bit about Moped GP. Um, what, yeah. So what, what's your 2023 aspirations of Moped? Uh, I went, I, well, I'm going to race for the first time. Um, I'm going to do my Vespa and my Hobbit at the race. Nice. And uh, that's like a big deal for me because it's something I've kind of always wanted to do, but never done. And mm-hmm. it was mostly, you know, just because I didn't really want to get out there, but I'll be there. And I'm going to be there to win. No. There you go, <laughs> dude. Like, awesome. Way to set goals. Yeah, that's my plan. You know, I, I mean, it's, I'm really just there to have fun, but I would be sick if I won. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And I want to, I really just want to keep socializing and keep meeting people and, uh, you know, just, just keep the dream going, man. I, I just, um, I want to keep just, uh, I, I don't think you ever really stop learning stuff. And I think, you know, like, for the amount of knowledge that I have, which, you know, isn't a ton, I would say, I mean, I've been doing this a while, but like, you can't ever know everything. And it's just great 
that there's still so much I don't know. And it's so mm -hmm. cool that I keep meeting people who can tell me new shit and teach me how to do things I had no fucking idea how to do before. And it's just, you know, like, that's my biggest thing is always keep learning. And uh, since it's the thing I care about the most, uh, you know, it's like, that's, that's the thing is just never let it die out. Yeah. Uh, and that's awesome. You're helping people um, build bikes now. Um, yeah, dude, that, that shit makes me happy. Um, do you plan on, have you kind of looked at the, other than the Moped GP East, um, have you looked at any of the rallies coming up? Like, I know we got the winter swap meet that a bunch of us are going to be at here uh, this at weekend, actually, February uh, 3rd through the 5th. Um, if you get a chance to get out to the Zeros rally, um, they are such fucking nice people. Like, dude, they I'm, are hospitality at the finest. Like, they have their own shop, and it's just great. But it I is wanna, Ohio. I want to get to every rally this coming year that I can get to and still have a job at the end of the summer. <laughs> that's seriously, that's my yeah. plan. Like I just want to keep, I had the most fun at Acadia that mm -hmm. I've had in years. I mean, like, even though it was just two days that I was there, I was like, damn, this is like, this is what I've been missing for the past, like, you know, 10 years that I've been into this hobby. It's like, yeah, it's, it's definitely who, a factor in it, dude. And like people who don't go to rallies, like I don't get it. Cause like granted, like, I love riding, but like just going there and the camaraderie at a freaking it's so much fun. And I don't yeah. drink, dude. Like, yeah. I don't drink. I don't, I don't drink or smoke or, I mean, I nope. vape same, uh, same, nicotine brother. and that's it. <laughs> but it's like, it doesn't matter, man. No. I, that's not what it's, that's not the point. The point is that these people are fucking cool. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's so much cool stuff to look at, so many cool bikes to look at. And it's just great, man. I just like being around people who enjoy the same thing as me. If you want to go freeze your ass off, I'd definitely say get down to Richmond for um, the Rebel Rousers ride. It's like a kind of a two day thing. Uh, they got they got it for three. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that whole group down there, like they're a uh, Jason who does Moped Monday. He'll be there, and Thomas, and like I I love <laughs> fucking Justin uh, from the Rebels and. Maddie Bo, I'm pretty sure Conan, like Smog Squad, will be there. It's it's a fun group of people. Yeah, you gotta send me that uh, calendar because I don't know just where it to, is. Dude, just go to Moped Army and oh, events. Yep, Moped Army events. Yeah, and like decons. Like I'm bummed that I'm not gonna be able to go to the barbecue because uh, I'll be going out to uh, Utah to start the the baker's dozen like um yeah that that's happening may 31st through june 9th i talked to the owner of my company today he said yeah you can have your time off like last year jim um puddles oh. puddle cutters freaking camp mix friendship so awesome Dang i gotta prepare dude. for for 2024 will be baker's for me i think i think i'm gonna really make that my plan for 24 yeah um like i said i'll talk to you afterwards like you never know um not yeah i i know some people looking for people um if i am like the moped brothers nacho average rally i will say this i'm very intrigued because the clark family is awesome it's like a dad and two or three butlers like greg dylan all like they are such nice people 
But if there's not a nacho bar at this gosh darn rally, I'm going to be a little upset with you guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, you can't name your rally Nacho Average Rally. Like, there's got to be a nacho bar. Um, the goat heads, dude. If you, that is, again, again, I'm just keep on saying all these people are so nice. Well, that's moped people, dude. Like, uh, Chris and Sophia down there, dude, such awesome people, like really rad. Um, but like, it's, that was the first time I ever had a bike in altitude. Ooh, that's different. That is <laughs> just take your jet, take your smallest jet, put it in your car. You'll be okay. Um, <laughs> uh there's also you know if you do really good out at moped gpe so you can travel your ass to iowa and go to uh moped gp midwest in delmar iowa it's a it's a great drive through ohio and illinois and indiana for you i gotta get down and race uh tyrone stokes yeah yeah dude like see this is i i i'm too full <laughs> on that dude i'm too full I'm gonna on race that. Snake, man. <laughs> See, I know he's a he's a hustler. Like if you start that guy's looking, hilarious. oh, he's awesome. I love dude, Tyrone. His person, his love, internet dude, personality I, I watch his, is great. I watch his posts. And I'm like, this guy's fucking hu- so funny. I gotta go see this man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, if you really like, I say to people all the time, like, he's a lot faster than you think he is. Like anybody who's actually oh, built, anybody who's actually building a moped that can run on nitrous and not kill themselves. They know what they're doing. Like, yeah, they know what they're doing or they're in Indonesia. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, dude, like he's trolling people and like, I know it's fantastic. I love it, man. I, I mostly just want to go down there and look at what he's like. Like, I feel like if I went down there and I was like, look, man, I'll race you. I probably won't win, but I just really want to see your shit. (laughs) Like I want to see how you've done this because it's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. He, yeah. Those, cause you listen to those bikes. Like, they got some snap to them. Like that's yeah. all he, I, I don't think any of my bikes would keep up and I'll be the first one to say it right now. All the stuff in my garage probably couldn't keep up with them. Like, I like to think I, I like to think I could build something that, that would, but you know, it's, uh, he's pumping nitrous in them. <laughs> yeah. So I like, don't know. Like, exactly, dude. Like, I don't know how to build a bike that can go on now. Not Tyrone. If you ever hear this, maybe we do straight pump gas. Maybe then, but like, <laughs> oh no, dude, we run some. We run some one ten. We run some one ten. Dude, I yeah, I just have never bothered to even try that. Like, and there the problem. The bad thing is, dude. Like, there's a gas station that sells one ten like a mile from my house. Oh, you should go get some. Uh, just be ready. <laughs> exactly. Like, don't <laughs> blow up a kit. Yay. Buy a few treat read kits. Do yeah, some yeah. experimenting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got, <laughs> dude, I got enough metric kits up on my kitchen table upstairs. Get, I got to get those all ready case matched for bakers. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's – like, I know there's going to be some more rallies announced this year, and I've been half-assed trolling some LaCasse rollers, like, giving them shit they can give away at their rally. Like, I found a – I know it was a fake post, but, like, a free RV. I'm like – Dude, I was like sending it to like Jake and Garrett. I'm like, dude, you guys should give away an RV at rally. And like, <laughs> Jake's like, dude, this is fake. It's not real. I'm taking it down. And um, then I gave him the idea to, I'm like, you should have up, up a pat, up a, up a river rally where tell everybody there's no chase, and everybody who breaks down, 
they'll get picked up in a chase eventually, but then they also get entered into a raffle where you win a free canoe. So you're <laughs> up a, I don't think they like that one either. I mean, the, the, the possibilities are endless. Like, What about a canoe with an E50 on it? Dude, that'd be beautiful. Or if they could find, everybody jokes about it, but if they could find a little fishing boat with a Tomos outboard motor, that'd be the... <laughs> I want to see so everybody talk shit about like, oh, we're going to get a boat club and be Tomos outboard motors. Find a Tomos outboard motor and raffle that shit off at your rally. I will show up to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and it's just the silly shit that you do. Like, that's what's fun about the swap meet. Like last year, Bars and I were just driving around Toledo, Ohio. We bought a fucking couch and it's still at the zero shop with our names spray painted on it. And know what? <laughs> That motherfucker's comfortable. It's all hell. Like I slept on it more than once now. Like, <laughs> but I don't know, dude. Like this is good getting to chit chat with you. Um, hopefully we we rub shoulders at a rally or two this coming year. Um, yeah, I, we probably will. Yeah, dude. Like uh, I'm think I'm gonna be east, especially like I don't know if you follow up jet or not, but I saw on their Instagram page on the stories they. They're going to do a rally this year. I don't know when. Um, so, like, I have to go ride mopeds in New York, in Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Exact. Dude, I have to. Like, um, That would be fun. I'm from New York originally. It's it's a good place to ride for sure. City, state, or the city? I'm from the state. Okay. That's what I was like. My ex-wife is from Queens. So, like, yeah. I'm, I'm a Midwesterner that knows that, like, there's a difference in boroughs. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance and Moped Podcast. Do you want to shout out your Instagram handle so people can like see all your crazy shit you do on with mopeds? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's exotic hot dog cigarette. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Um, I can't thank you enough, Noah, for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. Don't worry, my guy. You always have a place to stay in Minnesota if you find your way out here. And don't forget, oh, yeah, bro. mopeds are dumb. Talk to you later. All right, later.